Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports NFL Podcast. Brinson and I will be doing something a little bit different over the next six weeks on the podcast. And we are going to introduce, or rather reintroduce, for some of you longtime listeners, our All 32 series. The series where we catch up with insiders and give you the need to know from every NFL team. We kick off this series with Miami Dolphins and Adam Beasley, Director of Content at Pro Football Network and previously longtime writer for the Miami Herald. Adam, welcome to the show. Pretty good 2023 for South Miami sports. Oh, yeah. Well, first of oh, all, I'm God. glad I'm glad you're in the equation here because it was me and Brinson the last <laughs> two times I think I did this. And long, long time friend of the podcast. Long time friend of the podcast. Quality control has improved significantly. <laughs> <laughs> we try. I try. Thank you. Appreciate so, yeah, that. man, it's been it's been great down here. I mean, unfortunately, we're talking here uh, uh, Wednesday afternoon and we're licking our wounds a little bit from. Oh, but you got but you, you got the I guess you I guess you lost. It hasn't been good. You lost in the finals. The two first sports teams lost in the finals. You had two final four teams. You didn't win. the only thing that only team that won anything. The only person that won anything in South Florida is Brooks Kepka. <laughs> well, all right. Let me ask you this: Would you rather have no. four teams in the semifinals and two in the finals, and them all lose, or one team win it all and the rest be garbage? Oh, uh, one team win it all and the rest be garbage. I think. I don't no. know. I don't know what it's I got, like to I got win a lot anymore. of entertainment out of the last three months. A yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I guess if they're your teams you just, and you're in South Florida, you're like, yeah, actually, that would be awesome. That would be pretty awesome. It's a lot okay. of – you've been entertained, but you've also had your heart broken how many times in a short amount of time? I mean, that's – Well, that's okay, rough. FAU wasn't a heartbreak. That was all just – that was how <laughs> okay. yeah, Cinderella, yeah. Cinderella <laughs> snapped her heel at the last minute. A couple, a couple of eight seeds going to the finals. Yeah. Now, the question yeah. is, does this – how well does this portend for the Miami Dolphins? Oh, and the segue. Hey, look at that. See, we got a little more professional since the last time we were on this podcast piece. Uh, well, I'll, <laughs> I will say this, and I wrote about this today, a little slight product placement right there on ProFootballNetwork.com, about how um, the craziest thing is the Dolphins, from the outsider's perspective, has the best chance of all these teams, FAU, UM, the Panthers and the Heat to win it all. They're they actually have a roster that's ready made to win. Can it win at the highest level? The AFC is absolutely brutal. AFC East in particular, uh, but I mean they're only like twenty five to one, twenty two to one yeah. to win it all, and those are pretty good numbers for uh, for a team that hasn't won. I think they won their last playoff game in two thousand one. I wrote today they haven't reached the conference championship game, which you can kind of do by luck every decade. They haven't done that since nineteen ninety two. 
Wow. So for all the insanity we've seen down here, watch parties. I had a couple of uh, cookouts at my house for Panthers games. It would be nothing compared to the Dolphins going on a sustained long yeah. run and and having a Super Bowl appearance. That's I was gonna say that's interesting because the Dolphins are like it is. Uh, this happens in various spots around the country where people in Boston, even you know, it's like they love they love they love all their sports teams, but it's like you know, like it feels like the actually maybe I don't know if it's the Celtics or the Sox, whatever it is, but like in Miami in particular, it's the Dolphins are one, like number one with, with a bullet. And you point out 25 to one to win the Super Bowl, two is actually 22 to one to win MVP. And that, that brings me to my first question, which is what's more likely here a Tua takes a leap situation, mm. what you've seen from this team, you know, and so far in the offseason, or Tua doesn't make it through the season healthy. And I know that's hard to predict, but I think from, from like from my vantage point, from the 30,000 viewpoint, like, you know, outside of that, the, the South Florida bubble, it's man, it's like, it's tough to buy in on the dolphins. Cause you just don't know what Tua. Yeah. I mean, I, I would argue that he's already made the leap. I, I don't know how much more improved you can expect of the guy. I mean, at the end of the day, he does still have a BB plus arm. He's not going yeah. to be Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. So he's already in the perfect system. He's already got the perfect set of weapons around him. Maybe the pass protection could be better, but he's already kind of taken that leap. The question down here isn't whether or not he's able to do that. It's whether he's able to sustain it. And there's yeah. two two ways, two avenues to, to explore that. One is obviously, can he make the throws he made last year? We're, 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 have teams figured him out about halfway through the season after he came back from his first concussion, maybe two thirds of the way through the season? Uh, it looked like teams had started to figure him out a little bit, right? Uh, certainly, that Chargers game was, yeah. was eye opening, and the Niners they just manhandled that 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 yes. Dolphins offense. So, there's, you, 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 Niners fan over the, in the house yeah. over here. Yeah. All right, well, uh, they're going to be a very good team again this year uh, as well. Uh, but I, I yep. do think that's the question: whether or not this offense, which was kind of gimmicky last year, I mean, they they were explosive to it, was incredibly efficient. Uh, EPA, uh, passer rating, QBR, anything you want to look for in a quarterback, those numbers were great. But it was kind of on the backs of a lot of broken play touchdowns and Tyree Kill just running go routes and 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 going up and getting the football. Um, once teams kind of started to figure out how to take away the middle of the field, the offense took a step back. So that's where McDaniel really needs to figure things out. They can't just be a slant team, a slant and a go team. You, you got to have other, you know, weapons in your arsenal than that. So that's question number one. And obviously question number two, which is the biggest question surrounding this franchise is, is Tua Tonga Baloa ever going to play 17 games? Right. Um, He's missed games due to injury in each of the last at least four years and maybe five going back to Alabama. I knew he had that tightrope surgery as a sophomore. I can't remember if it kept him out of games or not, but certainly his junior year was marred by injuries. Uh, He had minor things his first two. And then the, just the, the series of concussions in 2022. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't doubt his talent. I don't doubt his ability at this point. I doubt his longevity. Yeah. And he well, did look, play 15. I, sorry. You say he did play 15 games, um, in his, in his sophomore year. I, I had to look it up too. I, was, I couldn't remember either. So it's a good. It's a good question. But he well, wasn't, he, wasn't he, well, in the SEC championship game, wasn't he either knocked out or benched because Jalen Hurts definitely played hero his sophomore year to get him Back to it was either the, the SC championship game or the national. Yeah, season. that's right. Yeah, it was like that's why he sticks around and why he's the you know the the leader of the team. Okay. Anyway, craziness. Jalen Hurts. 
by yeah. far the best talent from that quarterback room of Mac Jones, Tua Tungavello, and Jalen Hurts, right? That actually is objectively insane. I think Katie had a question related not to Alabama that she was going to keep uh, us on yeah, track. Yeah, well, I think there. the comment <laughs> you just made will make our producer Billy very happy. But I was going to say, Mike McDaniel went from someone like Jimmy Garoppolo, who was incredibly injury prone, and now his quarterback Miami is dealing with some of the same issues. But you talked about how he needs you know, more of an arsenal of weapons. Let's talk about Dalvin Cook, he's released from the uh, Vikings, and he is the odds-on favorite to go to, excuse me, Miami is the odds-on favorite to get him. How legitimate are these rumors for Cook going to Miami? I would say that's a time when the market isn't based in reality. Mm-hmm. I think that there is a real chance that Dalvin Cook goes to the Miami Dolphins, but maybe one in four, uh, mm. one in five even. Uh, look, they built that running back room long before this possibility came up. And I'm not saying that you wouldn't move on from Miles Gaskin and Savan Ahmed to bring in Dalvin Cook. That would be absurd for me to say. Uh, but they've only got like $13, $14 million in cap space. Yeah. <clears throat> if Dalvin Cook wants $8, 9 $10 million a year, first of all, the Dolphins aren't going to pay that because they've had the opportunity to for months, they could have traded for Dalvin Cook at any point beginning March 1 if they were willing to eat that contract. They're not going to do that. They're just, they don't value running backs at that level. Do I think if he goes out there and it's midway or late in training camp and $4 million with incentives is his best offer and the Dolphins and the Jets and Team X and Team Y all are offering the same thing, all things being equal, he'll take the Dolphins. That's the hometown team. That's where he wants to play. Uh, but we know the, the the shelf life of running backs is very, very, very small. And if he wants to maximize his earnings, he can't be taking prove it years in the, in the prime of his career. So um, I would I would say it's more likely than not that uh, Raheem Mostert and, uh, you know, a chain and Jeff Wilson and all these guys they already have in the room um are going to be what you see out there. I mean, they, they use a third round pick for the first time since 2016 on a running back. No, doing that, knowing that the possibility was real, that Dalvin cook would get cut. I think that tells you what you need to know about their plans. So from that perspective too, if you were thinking, or maybe like uh, we saw the player props for like Mostert and Jeff Wilson drop by 50 yards when Dalvin cook got released out of concern. So you're thinking now is the time you would buy on the by, by low on the Dolphins' run, current stable of running backs, given that the Dalvin Cook rumors are sort of suppressing where their value, both whether you're doing like best ball or whether you're doing you know, whether you're betting on props. Yeah, whatever. I think it's far more likely that A chain takes carries away from Raheem Mostert than than Dalvin Cook does. Yes, interesting. Um, what about the offensive line? That's like the Achilles heel. I feel like. <laughs> I mean, every I mean, like you mentioned, like better pass pro. Yeah. I mean. I think you you take a look at this Dolphins defense. You take I mean we can talk about the defense in a second. You take a look at this Dolphins roster as a whole, but like it's a really good roster. It's just a question about the quarterback health and then the offensive line. Yeah, and that's why Connor Williams is kind of sticking it to him right now by holding out. Uh, I mean, it's bonkers. Like it, it makes my head hurt to think that a center who was already making seven million dollars <laughs> who signed a contract sixteen months ago, fifteen months ago, had a mini camp holdout for more money. Like, look, dude, you're not. Kelsey. Okay. You're not, you're a strong, solid piece of an offensive line, but I think he understands that he's looking around at, "Eh, you really need me because after me, there's nothing, Mm. you know, they kind of, uh, they, they, they experiment a little bit with Liam Eikenberg at center, who was former second round pick. They drafted as a tackle, then moved to guard when he failed. And now maybe to center, if he fails again, Um, you know, they've got some Isaiah win action in there. I mean, there, there are some pieces in place, but there's like three offensive linemen on the team that you would be like, oh man, these guys are solid. 
and the rest are question marks. And so, yeah, to your point, it's funny when they started this whole rebuild, don't call it a tank because Chris Greer loses mind, but it was a tank. When they started this, they said, we're going to build through the trenches. And their very first draft pick was Christian Wilkins, which I think is, was a great pick. It's panned yep. out fantastic. He's going to get paid in the next 12 months. Um, but they never really figured out the offensive line. It wasn't from lack of trying. They, they Every year they would use a first, second, or third round pick on an alignment, sometimes multiple. And they just whiff and whiff and whiff and whiff. And that's the reason they had to go out and spend a fortune on Teron Armstead, even though you knew you'd only get 12, 13 games out of him <laughs> a year. I mean, that's that that's how desperate they are. They've been at that position. I think they're okay now. We'll see how Butch Berry does as an offensive line coach. Uh, they're on their, like, 11th offensive line coach in, in 10 years or something absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would say if you're going to have, you're going to list concerns for the Miami Dolphins, it's offensive line and it's linebacker. Um, and, and, and beyond that, I think they're pretty stacked at every position. Maybe you no know, tight, their- tight end, but, they, but, but Mike McDaniel doesn't care about tight ends. So they're essentially blocking <laughs> you know, an extra offensive lineman. Uh, I hate that he doesn't care about tight ends. That's actually my favorite position. When you look at this defense, you know, Miami didn't just make one splash on the defensive side, obviously Jalen Ramsey, but Vic Fangio appears to be a massive addition. What's the potential for this defense? Uh, I mean, really, really good. Really, really good. They, uh, Jalen Ramsey, that trade, Vic Fangio. Uh, if you want a, a, a sleeper, you know, buy, it's Javon Holland. Uh, first two years, he was fine, really good his rookie year. He was okay his, his second year. He is stepping into a defense tailor-made for a playmaking safety. And you look at yep. the history of Vic Fangio, the safeties that have really balled out under him. He is the player I would watch for. Uh, but no, no, I, I totally agree. They've, they, they've got pass rushers. They gave up the farm to get Bradley Chubb. We'll see how that pans out. Uh, they have uh, Jalen Phillips, who they used a first round pick on a couple of years ago. Really good player. You look at his advanced mat- metrics beyond the sacks. He's, he's very disruptive. Wilkins, I mentioned, uh, and they, and they, they still have, uh, they still have some bets there that, that, that provides some depth. I know they like sealer, sealer a lot and Emmanuel Agba. So they, they, their front four will not be a concern with me. Their back five won't be a concern with me either. It's the middle. That's really where if they can figure that out, um, it, the defense could be a top five, top 10 defense. Yeah. And I mean, man, you take a look at like Vic Fangio's performance as a, you know, just you know, looking at the yards or the points scored from, I mean, it's, he's just littered as a defensive coordinator with, with high, you know, high, strong performing defenses. You add in Ramsey who, you know, I think, um, we, but I think people are listening to this. They will have read Pete Briscoe's top 100 and it's, you'll be surprised <laughs> at where Jalen Ramsey is located. Oh, tell know. me, tell me the surprise. I mean, I can't because if like I, I got into, I got Pete yelled at us for leaking out the leaking out the the thing on a podcast like two years ago, and I'm, I'm petrified. He's like, Vincent spoiled my top 100 of the podcast. I'm like nobody cares. That voice is perfect, actually. Yeah, thank you, my Pete. My Pete, oh, is very good. Um, yeah, uh, I tell you what, uh, we'll take a break. When we come back. We'll talk some gambling next. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search The Rest is Football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meats. So, Dolphins odds. 25 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. You can't possibly think that's a good number, Beasley. 
good or bad? Like, do you do you think it's undersells? It's or too oversells? short. They should be like forty to one to win the Super Bowl in that division with Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen and Mahomes in the AFC. Like, okay, all right, all right. So, I would say this. Um, yes, it seems a, a little bit ridiculous, but if they if they make the playoffs, I think they'd be they'd have a, as good a chance as anybody. Like, I, I think they're they'll have a bigger challenge getting to the playoffs than they will winning a playoff game. I think that just you you look at what they have. You mentioned Rodgers in there, uh, Josh Allen. We'll see we'll see what's got, what happens with Steph Diggs, but they've you know the and the Patriots or the Patriots they'll win seven eight games just out of you know habit. Yeah. Um, but they have the NFC East and the AFC West, and they have to travel to Germany. So yeah, what's crazy to me is their odds to make the playoffs. I think are like minus one ten. So they're better than even money to make the playoffs. But then wow. twenty five to one to win the Super Bowl. I, I think that's inverted. I think their bigger challenge is actually to get there. Uh, we, they got to win the division, okay? Right. That's that's the key. Is they got to get to eleven wins, maybe twelve. But I think I think the Bills are due for regression. I think the Jets are. I'm I'm waiting to see how they do. Yeah. I think those three teams are all going to be bunched around 10, 11 wins, and whichever one of those wins enough games in division uh, to get to the playoffs. Uh, we'll have a first round playoff game, obviously, and then we'll have to win one, if not two, games on the road. Um, you know, Mahomes and, and Burrow looming are, are scary for sure, but I think twenty five actually is somewhat reasonable, maybe thirty. But like, are, how many teams have a better chance than them? I think they were like ninth. Are there yeah. eight teams that are more likely to win the Super Bowl? Like, I, I can only name two out of the NFC alone because who, if one of those two teams doesn't make it, they're going to get smoked in the Super Bowl. They are. So, yeah, if if they win the division, and that's a big if, I think they have a real chance to make a run, yes. Well, then it sounds like you like them over their win total, which is at nine and a half. You said the first team that gets 10, 11 wins obviously has the better shot at the Super Bowl. They're three to one to win the division, 13 to one to win the conference. But you got to get over this nine and a half if you want to even be in those conversations. Yeah, yeah. So I actually did a little research, believe it or not, for the, this program. Hmm. And I talked to uh, my boss, our chief content officer, David Behrman, who used to run fantasy at ESPN uh, and yes. now uh, works at Pro Football Network. And he said, here's a fun one. He thinks they're 11 and six, almost locked in. I Isn't think. he a Dolphins hey. fan? He may He's or may a not huge be a Dolphin. Dolphins fan. <laughs> he is a huge Dolphins fan. <laughs> All right. If you want to get crazy, yeah, I would take the nine and a half. I take the over. If you want to get crazy, you can tease it to 11 and a half at plus 300. Ooh, and if, you okay. have, if, you, if you have a firm conviction that you think the, the you know, the AFC West or the NFC East are not going to be as strong as they were last year, which is entirely possible, right? I mean, do you th- certainly the Giants are going to regress? We'll see. The Eagles have had a significant amount of turnover, and they had just got the season of his life out of Jalen Hurts. Is he going to yep. replicate that? Um, you're betting if you're betting against the Dolphins, you're betting on Russell Wilson, right? You're yeah. you're, you're 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 betting on Jimmy Garoppolo even being healthy in in Vegas. Um, yeah. There are a lot of factors at play here. So, and you're betting on Mac Jones being able to throw the football, which he showed no ability to <laughs> last year. Um, <laughs> So, so yeah, no, I, I like the nine and a half. I like the over. I think that this is the most talented Miami Dolphins football team we've seen in a while. And if it was a normal year, if it was a normal year where you didn't have two juggernauts in the division and Bill Belichick looming, I think you would smoke that nine and a half. So that's actually interesting, too, because the, they're three to one to win the division. I think you'd probably rather take over 11 and a half, three to one 
versus yeah. win the division at three to one. Because just given the teams that are involved here, it seems very unlikely that somebody wins the division with ten or eleven wins, right? Like, don't you think it's going to be well? And I mean, and, you can beat and, each other up. You can go both ways, I guess. Yeah, unless you're really you're convinced that Rodgers is going to make a difference, but he's not 2019 Rodgers, and you're you know you 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 have questions like I do about the Bills. Look, guys, I've watched the Bills more than any team other than the Miami Dolphins. I three games I was in person for them last year, right? And those three games were decided. Excuse me, decided by. <clears throat> I'm choking on my own words here. Sorry. Decided by a combined <laughs> nine points. Three each game. So their net point differential in those three games was three. I think there's evenly matches matches you could. If you had this roster in this coach with any team that wasn't named the Miami Dolphins, you'd be bullish as hell. I think Mm. people are worried about the Miami Dolphins simply because they have a history of sucking and they've earned that reputation. Uh, (laughs) But they're really, really good, man. Their offense, again, all of these bets you need to take into consideration whether or not Tua stays healthy. And if right. he doesn't stay healthy, all these bets, you just throw them in the trash can, right? But if you can get 14, 15, 16 games out of him and he's rolling healthy into the regular season, I'm sorry, into the postseason, there's no chance that they can't compete with anybody because they have. They have. They they went to Buffalo with Skylar Thompson and was a – yeah. Mike McDaniel, if he had called the play on time, they probably would have beaten the Bills. They lost because they had to delay a game because they couldn't get their operations set. And that was against the Bills in Buffalo in January. Ooh, it's cold. Oh, there's snow. <laughs> I, 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 I'm telling you, I am fading the Bills in 2023. Ooh, I am always fading the Bills in 2023 because they have burned me too many times. Brinson is high on them. He takes credit for moving the line. Uh, on their season <laughs> win totals. But that's neither here nor there. Adam Beasley, thank you so much for joining us today. Stay tuned for 31 more versions of all 32 with our daily drops in your podcast feed and on YouTube. Make sure you join us Thursday for more off-season coverage. Thanks, Bees. Anytime.